He'll come and be like, "Howdy ho, everybody!" Be like, "Howdy ho!" Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Yo, actually, no, yeah, do it because <laughs> Adam will, Adam's gonna do something because he'll something. be in your background. Yeah, I love it. He's getting real meta with some of the funny yeah. things. Mean, I'm loving it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpharatus Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works. Where each week we take some from pop culture and try to break it down to better understand it. My name is David. My name is Ben. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Ben, this is the week of the year, of the month of the year, of the day of the year that people come here for. Oh yeah, today's Halloween. Today's fucking yeah. Halloween, and what's spookier than emotions? That's a that's a wild fucking. What's that's scarier a wild than segue. what's scarier than emotions? You man? know what's scary is if we get some fucking kids walking up and like knocking kid. on the door. Yo, if I don't want any of that shit. Door, I don't want any of that. We in here doing business. We're gonna have to blur their faces. Yeah, that's, we don't have media releases <laughs> for random kids. Off and the also, street. we're not good with kids. So no, just heads up. I haven't been a kid in ages. That's that's definitely true. But listen. What's scarier than emotions was the segue I started with, and now I've kind of lost the thread. Uh, um, this week, we are talking about the TV show that we talk about the most, I think. Well, it's once a year. <laughs> once a year, and I think like it's definitely like a staple of our program. Yeah. Um, it's going to be this, and then in January, and then that's it. That's it forever. So that's kind of Although scary. we may go back and just do it all again. Who knows? Uh, probably we will at some <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, probably. Because this week, we are talking about the meaning of BoJack Season 6 Part 1. Those fuckers. Splitting it into two parts Oof. and like not even making like I when when they were like part one part two I was like oh are they doing two like feature length things nah, and it's nah, just nah, gonna it's be a like full no it's like two full seasons yeah. although they are slightly shorter well it's the Eight same episodes. length as the other seasons but is they're it? just like part like, what I mean is like part one or part two together will be a full season right so I'm like why split them I guess like to, uh, cause, I guess because it's taking longer. I think, yeah, I, we'll probably get into this, but it's like there's they clearly were like, you know what, let's like wrap it up because yeah. it's the, we've talked about this before. They could just keep going, but they gone, could keep going. But they've, they've, they've the gone. You're like, yeah, this is gone. This yeah. is this is the end. Mm-hmm. But they need to like. There's so many loose ends. <laughs> so many. They've got a lot of. I think. That, I think probably honestly, it's in the writing process where they're doing a lot of this work. Yeah, because there is so much to do like even just like coming back to this after and especially this season or the, at least this part where mm-hmm. it's like there's so many callbacks where it's like oh there's been five seasons of this stuff and there's like literally season like, one stuff yeah it's- there's like season one stuff season two stuff like it's just all like it's all callback and you're like geez like a lot has happened we and like every character comes back we said like, that in last season when we talked about it one of the big things that we talked about the whole episode was about like the fact that it requires so much back reading yeah like you have to be so familiar this is like triple that this is like even worse to the point where to the point where the the cliffhanger only works and we'll get to it after the summary the cliffhanger only works if you know very vividly the previous seasons and you understand what happened and even then like i feel like (laughs) the cliffhanger only works the cliffhanger works really well if you forget who that character is, because it's been so long and there's so many characters, you're just like, oh, it's just some guy. And then you're like, oh, Whoa. it's him. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, it's, yeah, you're like, it's, just, it's the same dude. It's like, they don't change anything about him, but it's like, you're just like, oh, that guy. Oh, no. There was, there was definitely a moment during that last episode where I, like, my entire stomach just went, <laughs> like, I was like, Oh, like there is that moment, which I think is like an effective way to end a like a like a a part season. Mm. What did you think of this first half of the season? I'm looking forward to the second half. Fucked. What a Man- setup. I mean, mainly just because I mean this. 
it's like if I, I, I'm going to be a bit breathy this episode because I was sick the past couple of days. Sick. Also, by the way, full spoilers. I know we, we sometimes oh, forget to say yeah, that, spoilers. but like full Duh. spoilers. So. If this was like the end of a regular season, I would be like, yeah, this season fucking sucked. What was that? It was fucking shit. Yeah. But like knowing that part two is coming and like knowing that we know when it's coming and it's yes. not like to be continued whenever. It's not when we get to it. It's not like a fucking like Firefly thing where you're like, oh God, it's never coming back. Like we know when it's How coming. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's fine. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with this. Right. You know, it's not like when you went into like the first Hobbit film and then like oh the film ended <laughs> and it was like, we're only a we're not, we're not even halfway. We and the film's ending. And we, what? Yeah, and you're like, sorry. <laughs> they haven't announced the other ones yet. What the fuck? <laughs> Why are they doing three? Yeah, it was like Infinity War. Actually. Yeah, actually, kind of. But I guess with that, that was like there was an understanding that was a part one. Though. There was an understanding it was a part one, and also like they were never gonna end. There was like no worry that there wasn't going to be a part two. Uh-huh. And I guess that's the same thing with this. It's like, I'm not worried that there's not going to be a second part. The studio's not going to run out of money to make No, like, two. they've probably already made it. Probably not. They're, well, they would have definitely written it. They've written it. Because the, the, the complete... Okay, so we'll, let, let's do the summary, and then we'll talk about all the rest of everything else. Because there, there are a lot of elements to this to pick apart. I really enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed it. It's definitely it, one of the funnier seasons. It's so much funnier than the previous yeah. season. Which I think, for a good reason, and we'll get to that... But, like, last season was the fucking darkest shit. Like, don't get me wrong. It was dark as fuck. But it got to the point where, like, it wasn't really fun to watch Bojack because he was suffering. So- like, to, like, and, yeah. like, the, the things he was doing, you were like, I can't. It's, it was also hard to watch because they made it. The animation and the, the visuals were very trippy. Like, this very much felt like, okay, here's the so new normal. F- yeah, it was a bit of fun. Yeah, it felt good. I, I, I was like, oh, I, this is what season one was like. I watched the entire thing on one day. Wow. Um, I watched it in between playing Outer Worlds when I needed. Oh yeah, same. But I watched it all at once between playing Outer Worlds. That would have been weird. It was fine. It was only four hours long, like less than four hours. But like, I I think for me it was good to watch them day, day, day. It gave me time to space it out. Yeah, I I barely remember what happened in the. Well, let me me elucidate you with the summary. Thanks for the segue, Ben. It's all right. (laughs) Bojack Horseman season six part one re. I almost said re Bojack. The re-Bojacking. <laughs> Bojack Horseman Season 6 Part 1 rejoins Bojack in rehab. While initially struggling, Bojack gradually adjusts to rehab life. Though he doesn't fully buy into the process, he does start to reflect on his past and what led him to Sarah Lynn's death. He forges a careful, awkward relationship with Dr. Champ. In the process, Bojack acquires a bottle of vodka that he keeps by his bedside table as a reminder of Sarah Lynn. Elsewhere, Princess Carolyn tries desperately to adjust to new life as a mother, but struggles at literally every turn. Elsewhere, Diane is on a road trip for Girl Goosh, investigating and exposing the shady goings-on of corporate America <laughs> with rugged cameraman Guy. Diane and Guy are faced with White Whale, a multi-billion dollar conglomerate a la Disney, but instead of fighting them, Diane and Guy decide it's better to live their lives and move on. In the wake of a complex few months, Diane decides to move to Chicago with Guy, away from LAA. LAA! Adam, don't keep that in. She... <laughs> Fucking. In the wake of a complex few months, Diane decides to move to Chicago with Guy and returns briefly to LA to say goodbye to Bojack. She arrives at rehab only to be sent to Mr. Peanut Butter's house where Bojack is attending a party. Todd has planned said party as a surprise marriage for Pickles and Mr. Peanut Butter. Before they head inside, PB confesses to Pickles that he cheated on her. 
Diane, Bojack, and Co. must sneak around the house to avoid being discovered. And once Pickles and PB have come to a compromise, the whole gang leaves through the front door. <laughs> that is the funniest scene in the entire season. Back at rehab, Dr. Champ tells Bojack it's time to leave. But racked with self-doubt, Bojack refuses, struggling with his fear of relapse, and in the process, inadvertently gets Dr. Champ drunk. In Chicago, Diane wrestles with writer's block and slowly spirals into a depressive episode. Todd, now the nanny of PC's child, is visited by his stepfather, who tells Todd that his mother needs a kidney. <laughs> Todd, having sold his kidney the previous week to White Whale, drugs his stepfather and flies him to Chicago, enlisting Diane's assistance for a heist. Bojack checks Dr. Champ into rehab, having now ruined the man's career and marriage, and departs rehab for good, hopefully. In the real world, once more, Bojack goes to group, reconnecting with a hairdresser he fired off horsing around, who is now also sober. Bojack finally cuts his hair, showing his age for the first time. Not ready to face LA in his old life, Bojack travels around the country visiting his friends, and discovers an opportunity as a drama teacher at Hollyhocks College. Meanwhile, a college reporter digs into the circumstances surrounding Sarah Lynn's death, and is eventually led to New Mexico. Bojack lands the teacher job and prepares to leave LA, seemingly for good. At a party in New York, Hollyhock bumps into a young man, Peter, who tells her a story about prom night, and the weird older guy who provided them bourbon and tried to sleep with his friend. Peter confesses it was someone famous, and is about to tell Hollyhock the name of the famous person when we cut to black. Credits. Mm. Fuck that ending, dog. Thanks thanks for that uh, TV series on Netflix on the internet, which I watched in one day. Fucking thanks, Thanks for that. That ending, man. Let's talk about that, because I feel like that we got to fucking start there. Mm. So here's the thing, right? So they spend the whole season placing Bojack, you know, into this position where I think in previous seasons, if he'd done something like, you know, got Dr. Champ drunk, that would have been like a trigger for a spiral. Right. But he just kind of deals with it and moves on like he yeah. doesn't really react to it too much even the fact that dr champ's philosophy seems to be a complete fucking farce like the whole thing about rehab seems to be a lie to some extent but instead of spiraling i guess my, my question for you because i think that you have this tendency with the show to like i'm like what is it all oh, this shit's happening and you're like okay here's what's up so i guess this half of the season is posing if hollyhock finds out about what bojack did what happens good question does he spiral does he like like, I'm trying to work out, like, okay, from, from like, a, from a, if they're priming all the shit in their tube to be like, okay, the second half of the season is the fallout of that. Yeah. What does the first half tell us? The first half tells us that, like, he can deal with Dr. Champ, you know, and the fact that he got him drunk and it was his fault. But at the same time, he, you know, he, this seems like that thing that will be the threshold. Like, because in the previous season, when Diane found out, that's when he spiraled into the drug addiction. That's when he ends up choking Gina. Like that was the the pivot point. Well, and then and then there's also other stuff. So I feel like everything in the previous seasons is like building up to this. Because even even the last season with Sarah Lynn, that's kind of like that's also getting spun up a bit with mm-hmm. these like reporters who are like following his trail basically or at least from like the other direction yeah with the, the birds or whatever and they're like taking photos of him fucking not, Sarah Lynn and stuff not the or... birds the um the that weird like noir the fancy people yeah those yeah. two they're yeah. like like they're like chasing down his trail it's mm-hmm. like so you got like you got that whole incident which i guess is mixed with the uh with also hollyhock being like finding out but you know then you've got like these other characters where it's like they're finally actually like being very on the nose about Mr. Peanut Butter being like probably like 
incredibly depressed. Uh, okay. Like this, this. Talk about that. They're like being very on the nose now about the whole like sometimes the happiest people are the most depressed, which is like, uh, I I don't <sighs> think that they believe that. Well, I don't think that people. Okay, so okay, let's talk about as we're here. Let's talk about that, right? Sure. So peanut butter on the face of depression, which is the name of the campaign. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Make so me like, choke on my beer when you say it out loud. I think yeah. they're making fun of the media. I don't think they're talking about mental health. So, like, the media casts PB as a face of depression, which completely misunderstands even the most remote concepts of mental health. I think the idea is, like, they're, they're sort of making fun of the media's response to, like, people like Robin Williams, who, end, who, who you know, end up dying as a result of mental health, who are comedians. The idea that, like, depression is invisible and happens to the most happy people or whatever, but to the point where, like, there's the great scene where they're in the bar and they're having a conversation about it, and PB is like, I'm not depressed, I'm really happy. And the other character goes... <laughs> But happiest people are often the most depressed. And they're both like, oh my god, what if we have depression? Like, it's so farcical. But, I mean, PB's always been like that. Like, he's always been this, like, absolute caricature of, like... Like, that. I, I feel like they can't... They can't just do this to him as a character. Mm. Just, like, build him up in this way, like, throughout all these seasons. Where it's, it's always been on, like... Like, every season we've talked about Peanut Butter. Uh-huh. I was like, he's always this point of he's always this character where you're just like where's like where's the point where he flips like where is he going and then i feel like this like this final lead up like it has to go somewhere he's dropped so many lines where it's like they don't like i don't want them to game of thrones this and just like forget about it there was a great one of the ones we talked about last season was when he's he's looking at the, he's talking he's about in like the mirror home and he's looking in the mirror and he's like and i keep i keep trying to fight that this person because they're wearing, wearing my, my dogs and living my life whatever it is yeah. wearing my clothes and live my life whatever and it's just like it's so fucking existentially horrifying. Yeah. But <sighs> and like the whole, you know, the peanut, the PB, the Miss Peanut Butter. I keep wanting to call him PBJ, but PBJ, PB and J, but his name's Miss Peanut Miss Butter. Miss PB, yeah. Like the whole like him being like Miss PB uh, face depression, yeah, depression. Yeah, like it is, it is like a a total joke, but it's like. Is it though? Because I think the counterpoint to that is Diane, right? Where she's suffering from depression, she's unwilling to admit it, and he's kind of inventing this. For, not inventing, but like he's he's taking on the mantle of like someone that suffers from depression. Well, I think like he's so focused on like fixing things, yeah, to the point where he's like, "Hey, my fiance, you should go sleep with a bunch of other people." to like make it fair like he's so fixated on like fixing things even with like well like yeah with pickles he's like i was gonna tell her that i cheated on her but instead i asked her to marry me and like even with diane he was doing the same thing like he's so focused on fixing things that's just like at the detriment to himself that i feel like this is just an extension of it where he's just like I'm going to be the face of depression. I'm going to fix depression. I think like, it has to lead. Yeah, like, this ha- like him being the face of depression. Like, this is it. This is the final it's gotta frontier. End it's with him, got like, to end with he's him. He's got to off himself with something. Oh, God, no, I hope not. But. I, well, like, but, like, you Because, know, like, I mean, Diane calls him out on it when they're, when, they're at the, when they're hiding or whatever. And she's like, you have a tendency to, when things go wrong, immediately try and fix it. Not listen, not listen to actually what's yeah. wrong. That's 100% what's happening. Excuse me. It's 100% what's going on. Yeah. And whereas I think Diane, like, I think she just might be a bit shitty. Like, th- so this season I was like, okay, I was primed to feel something about Diane because she's, she goes on this journey with Guy and she ends up moving it with him. And it's really like, it's smooth. Do you know what? Like it. Yeah. But it's like, it's like too smooth, right? Well, that's what I, well, here's the thing though, is I've become less suspicious of that <laughs> because of my personal circumstance. So one of the interesting <laughs> things about the show is that I like, 
definitely it relies on where you are in your life at the time as to how you react to it. Yes. So for me, I went, that does seem too smooth. But at the same time, maybe that's not a bad thing. Like, maybe just make the most like, of it. Like, maybe, you know what? Take the opportunity in front of you. If it goes poorly, it's going to go poorly anyway. You might as well enjoy it while it's easy. Yeah. Whereas I think PB, you know, he's he's projecting to fill this role of like the face of depression or whatever to rehabilitate his image. So there's even like a, there's like a corporate kind of, there's a capitalist spin to it where he's doing it because the world found out he cheated on pickles. So he's kind of become the sad dog to rehabilitate. Like there's something cynical about that. Like there's something very cynical about them monetizing this meme. And I think they're also making fun of Hollywood for thinking that's how memes work. It's also a reference to sad Keanu, but yeah, Yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's talk quickly about like, is, PB, just Keanu Reeves? Is Mr. Oh Peanut Butter just well, Keanu that, Reeves? Well, They're very similar. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, getting a no from the audience. Yeah. <laughs> from the live studio yeah. audience um, we have, I'm fine. getting a no. I don't All right. think so. We'll but... move past that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because Keanu Reeves, I mean, he's had an awful life. I mean, he's, probably more, he's probably closer to the Bojack that does the right thing. Like, he has a terrible life, and then instead of drinking his way into oblivion, he's actually, like, been proactive and has helped other people. I mean, people. no one actually knows what Keanu Reeves is like. He's, like, a, a very private person. Like, Isn't that kind of the point? That's, like, the opposite of Bojack, where he ends up on the news about muffins in the fucking third episode. <laughs> on the seal. Like, yeah. and then he's, the like... The Navy seal. <laughs> yeah, whereas then he's, like, burying his secret shame with, like, Sarah yeah. and shit. I don't know. Maybe, um, they, maybe they're an antithesis. <clears throat> did you want to... Do you want to talk about Disney? <laughs> Quickly? And then we can talk about what we care about. I was thinking, like, because... I mean, this... Because my, my sort of takeaway from the season is that it's a setup of all the different characters. Uh-huh. And there's, we're missing a few characters. Do we want to do Disney or do we want to do the other characters? I think the other characters will fold into the rehab stuff, which is like going to be the meat of this episode. All right, cool. So, Let's talk about Disney. Disney uh, real quick. Um, so White sure. Whale is obviously Disney. Yeah. To the point where like... It's, it's like not even funny. Yeah, it's not even funny. Um, the jabs about the oligarchy and monopoly of the company are relentless. I've just like got a quick dot point list. Um, they buy Gilgoosh, change the name, they rebrand it instantly. Then they fire everyone and they rehire everyone. Yeah. Um, they want to make a female superhero film but have no actual interest in rendering a female's perspective. Um, the head of the company is gathering organs so he can live forever, <laughs> which is a direct jab at Walt Disney, yes. which I think is fucking hysterical. Also, murder is legal if you're rich. I mean, the takeaway of all of this is just everyone should play The Outer Wilds because that's a really good video game and just it's basically the same thing. I've become like a bit um a bit paranoid about the capitalism paranoid. since I started playing that game. Dude, um, I've been we, paranoid about capitalism for a long listen, time now. Listen, listen, okay, we got to focus. Listen, all I'm saying is the White Whale Disney stuff, it's good shit. I don't think we have anything insightful to say. The show's pretty fucking on the nose. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think the White Whale stuff is like, it's pretty inconsequential. It just kind of drives the story. It just kind of moves the story along yeah. with Diane and Guy. While having, as, as with the previous season. While being hilarious. It's, while being funny. It yeah. has a jab at something that's contemporary and in the news. So like the previous season was the Me Too movement. This one is like, you know, Disney Disney's owning all the media. Yeah. And like Comcast and Warner. Those are just, yeah. Murder is legal there's if you're like, rich. There's like four companies. Which is how oh yeah, like how many companies are now there? Yeah, exactly. Four? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's talk about like the everything else of this. So there's a lot of imagery in this season. I think particularly around like Bojack's recovery, around like sp- like the cosmos and space and Sarah Lynn and alcohol. Um, a lot of imagery of sort of the planets and things like that. You know, the opening credits now feature Bojack kind of floating through space. But even like he and he's also floating through like the seasons. Yeah. Like he's floating through. He, he, he's floating through his kind of life. He's reflecting yeah. in some ways. Um, the, the bottle of vodka that he has, when he when we see it from his perspective, it's it's the cosmos yeah. inside the bottle. It's not clear. 
Um, and then there's even a direct call out to it in the fi- in the last in the final episode of this half of the season, which is a uh, uh, Sarah Lynn's prickly muffin is playing, and the the themes of that like it's like cosmos, like she's you know the planets or whatever, and obviously she dies outside the observatory at the planetarium. Inside an observatory. Oh, inside. Did she die inside or? Yeah. No, does not down the bench or? Oh no, she dies in the theater. You're right. Yeah, yeah okay, the sorry. Is it a shorthand for? her like is it just them going okay he's reflecting on this or is the show kind of doing two uh, in my mind i think it's doing two things at once it's calling attention to the fact that he's reflecting on her but it's also reflecting on his particular brand of like nihilism or like existentialness um he kind of embodies jean paul sartre's platonic existential nihilist in some ways um which donald crosby described as uh the, the particular individual so in this case bojack would describe um life as Quote, there is no justification for life, but also no reason not to live. And Bojack has this quote where he's like, life is a series of closing doors and everything's terrible. And that's just it, isn't it? And I think the fact that he's trying to grapple with his childhood trauma and the fact that he drinks to kind of associate this existentialism. I think what the show's trying to do, and this is, I've been trying to work it out. So I've, basically, I've rewatched the season twice. So I've seen this, this twice, right? Jesus Christ. That's 16 hours of Bojack. It's a lot. That's a lot of hours. But Wait, with, it's only eight hours It's of not that much, yeah. But, like, with that, I think what the show is trying to do with that imagery is say, from Bojack's perspective previously, his opinion was, nothing means anything, so you may as well have a good time. Don't Now that he's sober, I think he, like... <sighs> there's something else to it where he's like, you know what? If I'm alive, I might as well be present I don't, but like i'm not sure the show reflects that directly like i'm not sure what philosophy it is we're supposed to then go okay this is how bojack thinks and feels now because he doesn't really react to stuff like he's kind of become this mute sort of he doesn't react to things properly he just kind of takes them in stride and then takes action later like whatever that philosophy is that's changed where he previously was like fuck everything like i'm just gonna get shit face and just get my get my drink on or whatever i think do the- drugs like i I can't, I, don't, I can't place his philosophy because he doesn't say anything. Yeah, and I think that might just be sort of like an issue with the pacing of the season where they're trying to set up so many characters, even characters that haven't been relevant for seasons. Yeah, you had to lead him for that. What were the characters you were thinking of? Well, I mean, there's the recurring characters, so Princess Carol and Todd. Yeah. Um, then you've got like uh, the director female director who oh, uh, sort of goes through with the yeah yeah um i like can't we, think of her name but she's the, yeah the, we yeah. have like a setup for her we have like a setup for like bojack's like co-star who's played by gina yeah you thinking of yeah. like we have like a setup for her mm-hmm. kind of like we there's there's so many characters being like fucking margot martindale is gonna <laughs> be in this se- like she's back that was so weird like god damn it like yeah. just so she's stealing cars yeah I, I feel like like in terms of the the pacing of the the season they had to like you know they had to give todd an episode they had to give princess yeah. carolyn an episode well very much the first four are like it's like okay here's bojack's episode here's todd's his episode Todd's, his, his pcs Prince, his, his, his diane's yeah like his, oh yeah. his diane's like and it felt like that was the the first few and then it was like okay now that we've done that the show can start and i think the problem is is that when you've got that like quite drastic change and they with with bojack and they and they try to sort of like develop it through like other means like the hairstyle and the i don't know just getting out of rehab and not like not 
spiraling into i mean the clothes like there's a lot yeah, that goes like, on the fact yeah. that he wants to be like a professor i keep thinking of like setups that they've created they created a setup for todd with his with his uh his asexual dating app I, like I, there's I, just well, so many setups i don't know that they're setups now here's here's where i would here's where i would push back on that i don't know necessarily that they're setups i just think remember this is the last season so maybe what they're also doing is they're saying this is what these people are going to be doing moving forward like I think there's also an element right. of so, so like either way, a lot yeah. of this season is spent like either tying loose ends or setting it's up like a lot of exposition. The, yeah. yeah. So with Bojack's transition, there isn't not enough time for because the only real explanation for his change is him in rehab, and you kind of see it where they do like you know they do like a six month time jump where it's like him being there for like six weeks and then suddenly he's been there for like six months it's actually it's longer than that so it's two months to start with yeah so we start with him at six weeks he's in there for two months then there's another six month jump yeah then he leaves you know it's it's implied that there's a lot of change during that time but you don't really get to see where it is the only time you really get to see it is when they jokingly like when he's at the bar and he's just like oh my god is this what therapy is meant to be like or it's like uh- I think you see another play like with uh, when when he does the crossover with peanut butter and it makes peanut butter so happy he cries. The fact that he goes yeah, to Diane he just does it. like there's a lot. I think you're you're right. Like we don't get to necessarily see the transition, but I think we see the change. Like he goes you to the see, horse. You see that you see him change. We don't see the like the the reasoning behind it, which I think is kind of where you're coming from. I think that's maybe where the second half is going to be laden with because the reasoning behind the change is what's going to define whether or not he reacts to this news. By yeah, drinking or yeah. by continuing with, you know, his new kind of... Uh, the other thing is, like, you know, if, if this news comes out, does he lose the professor job? What happens next? Like, there are so many questions that are up in the air. Yes, absolutely. That's, like, 100%. I would bet on the fact that he does not Because that's the, the last <laughs> thing he's got to live for. Because Diane's moved away. Hollyhock yeah. lives in a different state. Right? Like, all of these things that are, that are stacking up for him, you know, if he loses this job, that's literally it. Like, that's the last thing he has to live for. So I guess the kind of what to to what you were saying, um, if they're constructing all of this setup for then a payoff in the in the second half, it's kind of interesting that they've gone. We're gonna rebrand Bojack a little bit. So obviously, like previously, he create he kind of we well, didn't construct meaning, but he he was a real shitty dude. So what he would do is he would drink and do bad shit and create situations where he like someone had to punish him. Right. So, like, you know, with the muffins, for example, I bring, brought that up before, um, where, you know, he fought with the military guy, and then he was punished for it. There were consequences. He's this rich dude in Hollywood. He's kind of retired. There are no consequences for him. So, he has to, like, be a bad dude to invent rules for his life. Because right. he could just live as, like, a Damblitzerian type, where he's, like, you know, millionaire fucking models and doing whatever the fuck he wants. But instead, he's like, no, I, w- I want to feel Did like... you just bring up Dan Blitzerian? It was, what is this, 2007? It was an ad lib. I didn't... What it's not in my notes. What the fuck? Like, who even remembers that name? Who, does think of it, who thinks about that guy? My, my point there ultimately... <laughs> Getting another no from the studio yeah, audience. Aaron's not enjoying this. <laughs> my, po- my point there ultimately was that whatever they're doing with this character, where he was previously kind of constructing consequence, now he's gone actually... I need to find external meaning. And the external meaning for him in this, in, in, it seems like it's going to be to go and teach and to spend more time with Hollyhock because that's sort of, it's at her school, you know. So if that blows up, what the fuck do you do? Like, this is his last chance at a normal life. If he fucks this up or if something happens because these reporters are because of Hollyhock, I don't know what you do from, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know what you do from there. Like, this show, like, is either, it's going to be real fucking dark 
are they trying to get us to that point where we're like, okay, this is literally his last opportunity at life in general? Or are they trying to go, you know what, here's some cool setup and maybe the payoff's going to be interesting? And the problem is that we've already had, like, an incredible, like, end of season. Like, so, in my opinion, best end of season is the, um, is the end of the New Mexico season, which is season two? Season three is New Mexico. Right. So, like, that, the end of that season is, like, incredible. Like, it's so good. Like, him just, like, driving back. And just, like, all the... Like, that that end of season is incredible. And, like, the show could have ended there and it would have been, like, sure. And it's, you know, there's been, like, other end of seasons. Like, end of season one is, like, a classic. The baboon guy. The baboon character. Like, that's just, like, a classic. That's, like, that's a good one. So many of them are just, like, you just... When the episode ends, you go... Like, that's what you want. Yeah. But it's, like, what are they gonna do? Like, it's... And, you know... I don't think they're going to go full, like, killing off characters. I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, they've killed Sarah Lynn, but that was, that was, like, a punishment for Bojack. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, it's, I don't know what they're going to do. That's, that's, that's where I'm, so, so other seasons when we've talked about them, we've been like, okay, we could see the trajectory. So, like, last season when, when she does pass away, there is a trajectory that they are getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. This is, cut to black, this is the, the pivot this is the joint this is the grit in the system whatever whatever this, yeah this this kind of thing would be like the end of episode six out of eight yeah, for so another season normally we see the fallout of that yeah but there are enough episodes left that whatever that fallout is going to be has to be significantly bad enough that it <laughs> justifies a second half of the season well even just i mean it might not might even not be it might just be like the first two episodes of the next season are those last two episodes of any other season and then you just then get just six something. seasons of the epilogue, which I would be absolutely fine with. I'd be with, totally fine with that. Because that would work. That would I I mean that they may almost do that. Just because that kind of makes sense from the kind of flow that they're building. And especially, yeah, like where they've cut this off, where it's mm-hmm. it's not like it's not like the calm before the storm. It's like it's well, like the low pressure system honestly, moving towards the high pressure system. Dude, like, truly, that was what I struggled with. Is in previous seasons, it was always like calm before the storm, calm, and then it was like bang, here's a storm. Yeah. But this did. It felt like, it felt like the calm was feeding. Into, like, my- like, do you know what? There, there was a tone in the season that was different. Wait, okay. So, for instance, when Doctor Champ gets drunk or whatever, yeah, Bojack doesn't freak out. He's just like, now I have to deal with this. Yeah. There is an element of like, because he is so. I don't want to say scented, but like, because he is very together this season. It didn't feel like the same thing last season, right? Like, ramped up, ramped up, ramped up, ramped up, and then like, bang, the bad thing happens. This felt like, okay, like everything's kind of trucking along, and like even the the PB confessing to pickles, like that trucked along a bit, and then there was a resolution. Like everything kind of just, it seems like life as normal has resumed. Yeah. And this thing that happens at the end of it seems to be that that kind of the disruptor. But to be honest, like the rest of the show. The rest of the seasons was like, okay, we're going to, like, some shit's about to happen. This didn't feel like that. This felt like one episode where they went, shit's going to happen at the end of this one. Yeah. Where they were like, okay, we've reintroduced the reporters. They're doing this thing. You know, Hollyhock's... I thought the thing was going to be, like, Hollyhock drinks and some shit happens. I thought she was going to get, like, drunk or, like... Like, I thought it was going to be, like, alcohol becomes a trauma for her as well. Like, I was real worried about her. Right. But this was worse <laughs> i was like this is worse i didn't need this peter yeah could you fuck off could you go back to new mexico peter like i was not ready for that shit so i don't know i i just i is there anything that you want to see 
from the second half of this. Oh. Because we know this is the last season, last episode when we covered this, we speculated like, okay, were they going to do another one? This is the last bit of this content we're ever going to get. I want to see like, I want to see a continuation of what they've done in previous seasons where there's a resolution for each character. I don't want to see like a one size fits everyone kind of resolution. I don't want to. What do you mean? I don't want to have one conflict that everyone gets roped in on. And I think the reasoning for that is that I don't think like Bojack's never done that. The the show has never made one major conflict that affects everyone. There's always a few characters who it doesn't actually affect. Like it'll only affect tangentially. Yeah, like Sarah Lynn's death didn't didn't really touch Todd. Todd or Peanut or, Butter. Or Princess Carolyn. Like yeah, like that's like a bit like Princess Carolyn has always been quite sort of tangential todd especially now because he's quite associated with her like is also quite tangential they have their own bucket really yeah and you've always had the mix of like diane bojack peanut butter like that's always been like that's a like mix the, you're, you're, that's like literally like since season one like that's been a thing that's really weird to think about because i was thinking peanut butter is like a side character but he's like he's one like of the main, main character yeah but I guess, like, I want to see... Because they're each, they're each at a different branch. Mm-hmm. They're each, like, completely different stories. Like, they're all doing different things. I don't really want, like, some contrived meta-narrative to bring them together, if you know what I mean. Because I think the what makes Bojack so good is that each cat... Like, and we've talked about this before. Like, each, you, you know, people can associate probably with, like, at least one character. Mm-hmm. Because they're all so diverse and they all have different problems. Like you, you know, like sometimes you'll bounce between different people in different seasons, but like that, like diversity in storytelling, I think is like super important for the show. And like, yeah, Bojack's the main character, you know, give him the big finale or whatever. But like, you know, Princess Carolyn's also kind of important, mm-hmm. like especially now that she's like doing the single mother like kind of thing, which is like, to. yeah, which is like, you know, she had a really good, like probably one of the best sort of like artistic episodes in the season was her episode. Yo, that with- was amazing. With just like that, just mess. I don't know just... which director came up with that as a yeah, like concept, that. But like, like we can agree amazing. that was that was like the art episode. Oh, actually, I didn't think there was a gimmick one. So like, I would say that was close it to was, the gimmick but one. But well, I don't think there is one. I think, was... we're gonna, I think we're gonna get one. Oh, absolutely. I think we're gonna. <laughs> I'm looking get... forward to it. I, I'm terrified, but I, that was one of my notes. It was like we didn't really get a gimmick episode. Right. I think we're gonna get one. But you're right. Like, the, I mean, you. you You've articulated that perfectly. Like there is always a character in each season because of the p- position they're in and their life, where where you can kind of go. You know what? Yeah. I relate to Diane right now. Yeah. Like my thing has always been like it's either Diane or Bojack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm fine. But this season it was really weird. So like when I kind of came out of it at the end of it, and I was like, okay, well, like who do I identify with? The weird thing was I didn't really identify with anyone. Yeah. Same. So I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to go, you know what? Previous seasons, everyone was having the worst time. <laughs> but now kind of everyone's life is f- like, th- it seems like they're going, you know what? At least on the surface, everyone's life is kind of falling into place. Yeah. Ka- like kind of, kind of, a little bit, like kind of a little bit. And you're like, you know what? I'm fine with a little bit. I'm fine with everyone kind of finding the groove of where they're moving next. And that's kind of what it felt like this. It was like, okay, everyone's kind of getting a vibe for where they're going. Bojack's yeah. like, I kind of want to teach maybe. And then Diane's like, you know what? I'm going to move to Chicago with Guy. And I'm going to kind of write another book. And, yeah. you know, obviously she has, has some complications. And, you know, obviously PB's like, I'm going to be an honest dog. Yeah. You know, like what, like that kind of, and I'm going to listen for the first time ever. Um, that dude's fucked. Um, <laughs> like, like everyone's kind of finding their groove a little bit. Like PB's like, you know what? I'm going to take care of my kid even when I don't feel like it. Cause that's part of my job. Like right. all of that stuff really feels like it's kind of sitting into this nice groove of like, you know what? 
This is how people live. And I think that's what the show previously didn't have is it always felt like what crisis are they dealing with? Yeah. This felt like how are they going to lead their lives moving forward? Yeah. And that's why I'm terrified of what's going to happen next because I think if they, they fuck it up would be to go, here's a huge crisis. How are they going to deal with it? I, what I'm more interested in is nothing really happens, but relationships change and they have to then, that groove is upset. Like I want it to be a, I, you're right. I don't want it to be a single event. I want it to be like, everyone has to deal with their own shit separately. Yeah, and I think, like, especially with, like, Diane, like, her current situation has had a one-season setup, mm-hmm. which, like, isn't a lot, whereas... It's, like, 40 minutes. Like, I was I was having a look at it. It's not that long. Whereas, like, Peanut Butter, his... Sort of his conflict in this, that, like, occurred in this season, was set up in the previous season. It was, like, season... Honestly, it was set up in, like, season two. When well, he no, and him's- Diane broke up, right? <clears throat> Well, but him him cheating on pickles, pickles like that was like a last season problem that they've like oh, pulled gotcha. into I'm this season. They've like resolved it in this season, but like kind of not. She's fucked like weird. forty dudes. I don't think that's resolved. Yeah, thirty-two yeah. unless you count the twins as as the two twins as twins or something. I would probably I count know. them as two. Like I wouldn't count them as one. I count them as two. I believe peanut butter agrees with you. Thank <laughs> I you, believe baby. that's the line that he says. Yeah. It does feel that way. Yeah. My point there would be, I guess, that for a show that's such has had previously such a focus on this like gazing into the void like isn't life the worst thing there's ever been if you if you're bojack kind of thing yeah for this season it feels or for at least this half it felt like they went okay but what if you rejoined where the rest of us live which is like you know what going for a coffee with your friend isn't the worst thing in the world it's not as exciting as like the drugs and the 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 glamour and the sex and the act like what it like it felt like it centered itself and it went life is okay and that's you should be fine with life let's all get fine with life yeah and i hope that we come (laughs) out of this show with that sense of like you know what things could be worse yeah i don't i don't want like a big big problem because again like there's only one more season i don't think there's enough season (laughs) that's the thing it's like do you know what i mean yeah like i don't think there's enough time for it yeah i wanted to end with something from macbeth because macbeth is obviously one of those plays that was like one of those if you've seen the play, sure. if you've read the play... Yeah, you know no, that, I have. You know I that have. It, you know that but... it's like, Macbeth as a character is like, you know, he is the eponymous, like, nihilist. Like, he's the one that's like, you know what? Life has no meaning. I might as well take the throne or whatever. Right. Um. So, his famous soliloquy is is what people... I So, I, I put out this the bat signal, and I was like, what do you all think of this season? And the thing I kept getting back was, Bojack is no longer the nihilist he used to be. Right. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but a lot, bunch of people like, he's basically Macbeth from... The eponymous play, and I've gone, I don't know if I agree with it. Um, it wasn't a reading that I kind of delved into, but I think that, you know, the, the closing words of that soliloquy uh, feel apt here. Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player, that struts and frets his hour upon the stage, and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. And I think that's maybe Bojack's previous philosophy, and what Paul, we're going to see... Pouring out for the, for the Macbeth. Pouring out for Macbeth. In Running out of definitely... Definitely cracking rum. Definitely rum. I'm interested to see what Bojack ends up being at the end of this and where the show ends up taking us because they have such a decision to make about mental health and, you know, the show they're building in general. So I'm excited to see where we end up. So am I. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to... Okay. And then I think the ad goes here. So that... Like, we're still trying to work out the structures. The ad goes here. Um, Do you know your recommendations yet? Okay. I'll give you a minute. Let me swallow this water. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> yep.
All right, Adam, do the advent. Um, <coughs> do the Outer Worlds. <laughs> um, no, but wait, yeah. like what? Do you have any recommendations? Yeah, the Outer Worlds. Um, but apart from that, because I'll let you talk about that one. Yeah, there was this really good um animated pilot that came out by someone, uh, some like a YouTube kind of animator. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Has Been Hotel, and it is, ooh, it's pretty good. It's pretty okay. good. Okay. It's kind of, they're, they're definitely doing a thing like a, um, kind of like a final space kind of thing where it's like, it's this like passion project that they've made and they've just like put the pilot up. It's like half an hour long and it's pretty good. What's it called again? Has been hotel. So H A Z B I N hotel. It's, right. um, it's interesting. It's violent and crass, but like in a good way. Love it. So, um, check that out. It's yeah, it's yeah. pretty it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, look, I've been playing the Outer Worlds, um, like yeah, a drug so, addict. So same. So listen, um, here's what's gonna happen is we can't talk about it too much because the post show is about that. It, you will be here for another half. We'll hour. be here for like literally and Aaron's sitting there chomping at the bit. So what's he's, gonna happen? He's ready to fucking um, talk about it. If, if you're unaware, we do a post show every week for our Patreons. Uh, and this post show is going to be our initial reactions to Outer Worlds. None of us have finished it. No. Next week's episode of the podcast will be Outer Worlds. And our reactions we to it, may our, have our, finished our analysis, it by then. we're going to have to have. Um, and we'll kind of go through oh, it. Oh, shit. I have Monday off. I just remembered. <laughs> yes. That is the mo- oh, You look so excited. Oh, baby. So, listen. Like, it's amazing. It's Fallout New Vegas, but it's in space and it's Firefly it's and there's fucking big pistols. Phenom- and- phenomenal. It is so good. It's a game made for old men who hate Fallout 4 and I fucking love it. It's and just the the writing. It's so good. Oh! I have a lot of problems with it, but I fucking love it. So, oh. listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to hear that chat, so that good. full chat of like our initial reactions. Oh my god! You got to subscribe on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/DCMWorks. <laughs> Jump on there. It's three dollars a month. Literally, honestly, like just spend your three bucks, listen to that episode, maybe, cancel maybe your we, subscription. Maybe we shit. should do like a trailer for this one. There's like, a, <laughs> I just, don't know, man. Just, we're so excited. We'll, about do, this. we'll do a super cut of us just we're going. So, ah! so excited about this video game. Aaron, can you jump in here and tell me how excited you are? Just, just get in the frame. Get in the frame. How excited are you to talk about it? I'm so excited to talk about this video game. I don't like how close. You so are. excited. This was a mistake. He yeah. cannot hide it. Okay. At, at all like, in this I cannot hide my excitement. Thanks, thanks, Aaron. Um, if you want to find us everywhere on the internet, we're at DCMWorks pretty much everywhere. Uh, the best way to support us is through Patreon. You get the post show. <laughs> You're um, still in frame. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, we appreciate you guys watching. We fucking love doing these BoJack episodes. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's next honestly, one in January. Yeah, it's, 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 so like, excited, it's one of yeah. our favorite shows. Let us know in the comments like what you thought of the season, if you have any thoughts about BoJack. Where, like, Honestly, what do you think is going to happen? I, I would love to know your Post thoughts. Post your, your game theories down below. Like, in the honestly, yeah, because I fucking want to know. Um, otherwise, yeah, find us DC. Who's going to die? Who's going to take the throne? Who's going to... Who's going to be a metaphor <laughs> for capitalism? Yep. How many <laughs> how many other shows are the writers going to lose? Probably. Listen, we got to go. This is getting is ridiculous. Tuka and Birdie going to come back? We got too excited really about <laughs> we got too excited about Outer Worlds. Um, yep. That's fine. Thanks for watching this one, guys. We super appreciate it. We fucking I love doing these Bojack ones. At some point, we'll revisit. Um, and if you haven't seen it, you know we, we should do we should do a, we should do a road to crying. We might do a full, a full a full re, full full re go. Um, I don't think we have enough weeks in the year, but we'll see how we go. Um, to 
you know, we, we've done episodes on the previous season, so you can go check those out as well. They'll be linked at the end. Yep. Um, thank you so much for watching. If you want to follow us individually, I'm at DC My Hate Pie. I'm at Lodoro Citrus. We'll see you guys next week. Piss o'clock and then it's and then space it's gush about space outer space worlds o'clock four. <laughs>